Welcome to Healthy Living. I'm Lori Johnson. Thanks for joining us. Our topic today is strokes. How to prevent having a stroke, what to do if you are experiencing symptoms, and what those warning signs are. My guest is Dr. Gordon Chen, who is the author of the book, The Calling, a memoir of family, faith, and the future of healthcare. He's also the former chief medical officer of Chen Med, the nation's leading primary care provider for seniors. Dr. Chen, thank you so much for joining us today. It is a pleasure to talk to you. We appreciate your time. It's wonderful being here with you, Lori. Thanks for having me. So, you know, when we talk about strokes, immediately a lot of people think, well, that's an old person's thing. And really sort of the big headline before we even talk about what a stroke is, what the warning signs are, is this can happen to young people, right? Well, stroke can happen to anyone. And it's important for us to just be aware of the signs and symptoms of strokes, but then also what we can do to prevent it. Getting ahead of things is way easier than solving the problem after a stroke has occurred. So um, how do you prevent having a stroke? What are the, what are the main things we can, can know? Because strokes come on so suddenly. Yeah, well, not all strokes can be prevented, but you wanna focus on the things that you can actually prevent. And so my background is internal medicine and cardiology, and the overlap between heart health and stroke prevention is pretty significant. So. Things like checking your blood pressure, making sure your blood pressure is under control, your weight, whether or not you have diabetes, if that's managed appropriately, thinking about your cholesterol and your activity, all of those things come into play when preventing stroke. And so when you talk about things like uh, cholesterol and blood pressure, those seem to be risk factors for a heart attack. How closely are the risk factors for heart attack and stroke? They are very close. And actually we see it hand in hand. So in my line of work, we take care of seniors across the country, mainly in underserved communities. And things like heart disease and stroke and diabetes, they all come together. So if you're preventing heart disease, you're also preventing stroke. Now, what I would recommend is just for all the listeners to just realize there's so much that we can do every day in our lives to extend our life and to actually help us to live better and feel better as well. And so if we can take a proactive view on our health and also realizing, I know we have a lot of Christian viewers, right? Realizing that our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, right? And we, we really are charged with taking care of our bodies and our health. And I believe that if we do that better, then we can serve Christ more intently and more effectively. And so what, what are the types of things that we can be doing? Well, right out of the gates, just understanding that health is in our control. God has given us an ability to really influence, you know, what we eat, how active we are, um, and what we do to, to really steward our health, okay? Um, Blood pressure is something that is very simple to check. Anyone can buy a blood pressure cup and check their blood pressure. And if you're within a normal range, 120 over 80, that's a safe place to be. Now they call hypertension or high blood pressure the silent killer because you don't feel it. If you have a blood pressure of 180 over 110, you could, you could have that for months and even years and increase your heart attack and stroke risk without even knowing. So we have to check. 
right? Once we check them, we can do things to manage it better, like starting blood pressure medications or lowering your weight. Okay. Simple things like obviously smoking, everyone's aware that smoking is bad for your health. That also contributes to your stroke risk and your heart disease risk. And then diabetes and obesity, those are things that I believe that we can control with the right focus and attention on what we eat and how active we are. What about cholesterol? Cholesterol is very important. And so um, we have these amazing drugs now called statins. They're very common, very inexpensive, very accessible, and they can significantly curb heart disease and stroke risk. But even before you get to statins and taking medications, just understanding that when we're putting the wrong foods in our bodies, we're artificially increasing our cholesterol. And typically, if you're eating cleaner foods, more plant-based foods, you're not going to have as much cholesterol. Now, most of cholesterol and saturated fats, they come from animal products and dairy and cheese and things like that. Now, I'm not saying that you have to 100% cut all of that stuff out. Just know that if you have high cholesterol and you're eating a lot of animal-based uh, meals, then you're gonna you're, you're gonna continue to struggle with your cholesterol. So what I recommend as a cardiologist and an expert in health and wellness, particularly for seniors, but it really applies to everyone, is try to eat a whole food, plant-based diet primarily. That doesn't mean that you can't occasionally have you know fish or a chicken sandwich or whatnot. But most of my meals are going to be plant-based. That means you know oatmeal, high fiber um, cereals, um, fruits, vegetables, eggplant, right? Nuts. And so if the majority of our diet, our nutrition comes from cleaner plant-based foods, then we're going to avoid the issues of cholesterol, heart disease, stroke, all those things that, that go with it. Now, I believe that we as Americans, we need to be very careful because everything in America is mass produced to generate a profit. This is like the American way. And so oftentimes when we're eating foods that are, that are produced in volume, they may not be the highest quality, okay? So you have to be very careful with the type of meats that you eat or chicken or even fish. Um, and they may have hormones or antibiotics or steroids in them that we we just we end up ingesting, and that impacts our health as well. That's why if the majority of what we're eating comes from clean, whole foods, plant-based diet, then we could be assured that we don't have the extra the extra hormones that comes with animal-based uh, meals. So you're definitely raising the red flag about animal products. It's I've heard, and I was going to ask you about this, that out of all the animal products, uh, probably processed meats, like, like lunch meats, are the yeah. worst. Can you kind of talk about when we are eating animal products, you know, which ones are the best and which, which are the worst? So, Lori, processed meats, I mean, you, you hit it right on. We don't know what's in that. <laughs> Right. And so we're ingesting it and then our body has to, to to fight all of the things that come with whatever is in there. Uh, processed meats also have a lot of sodium. Sodium contributes to high blood pressure, which contributes to heart disease and stroke. 
right? Um, red meats, red meats as well. You have to be very cautious with red meats. Red meats is similar to like smoking, all right? Particularly if it's not a high quality meat, um, then you, you just uh, envision yourself smoking a cigarette and increasing your heart disease and stroke risk that way. So if you're gonna eat animal products, just I would make sure that it's as natural as you can get it without as much of the hormones or steroids or antibiotics that come with the typical meats produced in, in America. You know, a lot of people don't really want to shy away from animal products because they think that the animal products are what makes us full and that the plant-based products are kind of like rabbit food. And, you know, you need something that gives you, you know, makes you feel full. What can you have uh, on a plant-based diet that, that really kind of sticks to your ribs? Yeah, great point. When I first went more plant-based, I was hungry all the time. And I thought to myself, oh, this isn't gonna work if I'm hungry all the time, right? So the things that, that actually help you to stay full are things with, with high fiber. Um, also, they're good fats, like avocados are good fats and that can help you to stay full. Um, peanut butter or almond butter can also help you to stay full. They're good fats in them. Um, and they also are packed with proteins, nuts as well. You don't have to win 100% of the time with diet and nutrition. What you have to do is the majority of what you eat needs to be clean and healthy. And occasionally you can, you know, you have animal-based animal, animal -based, uh, you know, products or desserts or whatnot. So win with at least two meals a day right? Have it be plant-based. So I, I like a nice, big, hearty bowl of, of oatmeal, like overnight oats. Great example. I put some almond butter in there, chia seeds, put some blueberries, maybe pomegranate seeds on top, super filling. And I'm a pretty big guy. I played college football, right? And so I know how to eat. Okay. So um, that's, that's an example. Um, you know, think about, um, you know, peanut butter, banana sandwiches on whole grain, bread, right? Uh, maybe add some avocado in with a, with a nice salad as well. So those are, are heartier meals um, that you can, you, you can eat and then stay full as well. All right. This is fantastic information. We're going to take a quick break and be right back with Dr. Gordon Chen. The book is called The Calling, a memoir of family, faith, and the future of healthcare. Stay with us. Introducing the CBN Bible from CBN.com. Now, an easier way to study the Bible and grow in your faith. Highlight your favorite verse. Read separate versions at a glance. Click and read a commentary. Or cross-reference your favorite verse using the Strong's Concordance. All the right tools to study the Bible. All in one place. The CBN Bible. Available at cbn.com Bible or the iTunes App Store. This is CBN Newswatch. Thanks for joining us. Watch breaking news, exclusive stories and programs, credible news reporting. We show you what's happening in the world and how you can pray about it. This is CBN News Watch because truth matters. Weekdays at 5 on the CBN News Channel. Superbook fans, here's something else you'll love. <laughs> it's the new Superbook Bible app. <laughs> it's packed with games, activities.
movies and Superbook episodes that you can watch for free. Oh, no! There's trivia, a fun daily devotional, and answers to your Bible questions. Plus, an easy-to-understand Bible the whole family will enjoy. You can even create your own Superbook character. Ta-da! Come Sorry, pardon me. Sorry, excuse me. Ouch! Are you getting this? Earn super points to win daily prizes, too. And so much more! <sighs> Time to get back to my adventures. See you soon. It's the new Superbook Bible app. Free downloads on iTunes, Google Play, and Amazon. Stay connected with CBN News all day across our platforms. Welcome back to Healthy Living. We're continuing our discussion with Dr. Gordon Chen, who is the author of the book, The Calling, a memoir of family, faith, and the future of healthcare, and also former chief medical officer of Chen Med, the nation's leading primary care provider for seniors. So Dr. Chen, you know, we were talking earlier about stroke. For those of our viewers who don't really know what a stroke is, can you describe it and also talk about how serious it is? We know some people survive strokes and don't seem any different at all and then other people seem to die from them yeah strokes are very serious uh, it's the fifth leading cause of death in america um, and also it's one of the top reasons why um, uh, people lose function right and uh, so what we want to do is we want to identify strokes early so if you have any weakness in your face or loss of vision slurred speech or if you put your arms up and one is weak or one drifts, those are signs that you could be having a stroke. And the important thing to remember is get help right away. They say time is brain, right? And so what a stroke is, is part of your brain is actively dying. And so it's not getting enough oxygen or blood supply or there's a bleed. And so when that occurs, you need to get help right away. Don't wait. Now, it's important to know that you want to prevent strokes from occurring. By the time you're having signs or symptoms, only a small percentage of those patients actually fully recover. So you want to catch it upstream. And this is what we're talking about with just making sure that we're prioritizing our health. We're eating the right foods, taking care of our blood pressure, we're not smoking, we're active, we're, we're managing our weight, and we're really taking care of what God has given us in, in just our bodies. So if you are having these symptoms or if you are with somebody who is having these symptoms, you need to get them, them to the hospital right away. Um, does it matter where you take them? Because it seems like some hospitals are, are better at uh, treating people with strokes than, than others. Is that even true? Yeah, what I would do, Call 911, right? The the paramedics, um, the operators on the call, they should know where the stroke centers are. And if you tell them your symptoms or you say, listen, a loved one I think is having a stroke, they'll know where to direct and they'll know how long it's going to take to get there via ambulance, one hospital or the next, depending upon if they're a stroke center or not. So the important thing is just to call 911 and get help. Um, if you're aware that you're close by to a stroke center, that's a good thing. And maybe you can, you know, um, direct them to take you to that stroke center as well. But they should know. 
And are there any new advances as far as stroke treatment? We've heard about some, some uh, medicines that if you get there within four hours of the onset of a stroke, it can kind of like bust up that clot that's preventing the oxygen from getting to your brain. Are there any other new advances? Yeah, you know, unfortunately, there there really hasn't been much new. I mean, there are some people that go in with catheters and try to retrieve the, the blood clot and whatnot. There are the clot busters that you spoke of that getting, you know, to a hospital within a certain designated time um, can help increase your chances of a full recovery. But I like to always point folks upstream into prevention. Prevention. Right? By the time you're you're having a stroke, you're not in a good situation. All right. We we've already kind of, you know, lost a lot by then. So let's get upstream, let's prevent strokes from occurring. And let's just be aware that simple things, sometimes it, it's not the fancy technology or the fancy medicine, it's just the blocking and tackling. Paying attention to our blood pressure, our diet, our cholesterol. And if we have diabetes, really tightly managing that and reversing the diabetes. Are people getting their blood pressure, their cholesterol checked on a regular basis? Like how often should people be checking these uh, vital signs? So that's a great, great point. At ChenMed, what we do is we, we have these um, senior-focused medical centers that go into poor, underserved communities and create awareness on health, checking your blood pressure, and creating a relationship with a trusted primary care provider, and then partnering with them and even meeting with them at least monthly to check your blood pressure, check your labs, and go together and journey together towards better health. And what we've seen at ChenMed and just checking your blood pressure, your weight every month and working with your doctor, that we can help our patients live five to seven years longer and prevent 30 to 50 percent of hospitalizations that are preventable. And we're not doing anything that's that's crazy innovative other than just creating the right trusted relationships in partnership that promote health. And through this simple human approach, really, you know, we, we've been on Fortune Magazine's Change the World list. Newsweek Magazine has listed Chen Med as the number one most loved organization in healthcare two years in a row. And we've received many other accolades, which is just a simple approach of just having people go into the underserved communities and partner with them to achieve better health. Now, the reason why we're able to do that is because the model that we're built on, which is called a full risk model, aligns our incentives with the health of our patients. So that if we're preventing heart attack and stroke, then we as a company, we do better as the patients do better. The main issue that we have in this country, which is like, I think everyone realizes that healthcare is broken in this country, right? We have what's called sick care. And although we're paying almost 20% of the US GDP going into healthcare, we're not living longer or better than countries that are paying a fraction of what we're paying for. And when we have sick care, that's, that, that occurs when we as a country are promoting sickness. And so we have this negative feedback loop of sickness pr promoting sickness. Then you have the food industry that's promoting obesity. And then you have the pharmaceutical industry that's profiting off of sickness that comes from mainly, quite honestly, what we're eating.
And so you have this kind of negative spiral that we're in as a country between, you know, big pharma and, and sick care and then, you know, the food industry that's promoting obesity. And then it just spirals. So we need to break the cycle. And that starts with just creating awareness yes. that health is something that we can all achieve, mm -hmm. not with anything fancy, just with blocking and tackling. Love it. All right. This is such a great model. All right. We're going to take another quick break and be right back with Dr. Gordon Chen. When I came to Regent University, it's like the world opened up. I felt like I needed to advance my career and go back to school. Regent was a perfect fit for me. The Regent professors are world class. You are equipped. The focus of the faculty is on each individual student, whether it's online or in person. You become a part of Regent's family. You carry with you not just the content and the knowledge, but the confidence to understand that we can be significant in the world. Regent University. Follow your path. Nigerian Christians are Christians in Iran are routinely arrested. Christians continue to suffer in times of trial and affliction. You need to know the truth. One of the fastest growing Christian populations in the world. Join Wendy Griffith and George Thomas for Christian World News. Young people are the ones who are open to the gospel. Powerful stories of suffering and hope that affect all Christians. Saturday night at six on the CBN News Channel. Get Protect Your Sleep and discover how to improve the quality of your life. A free DVD or booklet from the Christian Broadcasting Network. If you're not a great sleeper, you can do things to make yourself a great sleeper. If you're already a pretty good sleeper, you can enhance your sleep and be even better. Five leading experts help remove the obstacles between you and restorative sleep. When you don't get a restful night's sleep, you wake up with an accumulation of stress. Call 1-800-700-7000 or go to CBN.com to get your free DVD or booklet today. Everything you do, you do better with a good night's sleep. You'll discover how food affects your sleep, how to put insomnia to rest, explore effective remedies for sleep apnea, and much more in Protect Your Sleep. Wake up to your best life and get Protect Your Sleep today. Call 1-800-700-7000 or go to CBN.com to get your free DVD or booklet. Your news channel, your shows, the stories you care about. Anytime you want, anywhere you want, download the CBN News app today. Welcome back, and we're talking with Dr. Gordon Chen with Chen Med. Such a, a fantastic pr a practice you have, and uh, it's really built a lot on on faith. Can you talk about your faith story, your family's faith story, Dr. Chen? Sure. Well, um, Chen Med is not necessarily a Christian company, like exclusive for Christians or or whatnot. Um, but we, as a family full of Christians, we wanted to make sure that we can express our faith authentically and that there wasn't a disconnect between our faith and our work. We wanted to make sure that um, it was fully integrated. And so we wanted to create an environment where we can be who we are and honor Christ and have a culture that includes love as one of our core values. And, and as a family, what we realized is God was doing something really incredible in us and through us. And even to be able to work together as a family and to really fight for poor, underserved communities, it felt very fulfilling. And we we had a calling. We wrote a book about it, a calling for us 
as a family full of physicians, but then also Christians, that we can go into the poor, underserved communities just like Jesus would want us to and heal and heal with love and create the right relationships that would transform individuals and transform communities. And to me, that's just an expression of, of my faith um, and God loving us and healing us. How do we then pour into others with that same type of healing love? And that's what we're trying to do at Chen Med, starting with the neediest communities. And then you also started a Christian medical mission in Nicaragua. Can you talk about that? We have been going to Nicaragua um, for over 30 years. And what we realized when going to Nicaragua, that a few things happened. One is we, we initially went because we were, we were pouring into the, you know, the poor, needy people of Nicaragua. But what we quickly realized was that we were experiencing more healing by going there and just understanding um, the, the whole world out there of what we have in America versus what they have in Nicaragua. It was just so refreshing and almost, you know, spiritually revealing of what we are prioritizing, what's important in life. And so when we have gone down to Nicaragua, when we bring teams from Chen Med, we partner with medical schools and other universities to go down there and serve the people in Nicaragua. And it becomes a, a, this beautiful time period where hearts that may have been hardened become softened as you go to Nicaragua and you experience the poverty, see the need, but then you also can more clearly see God's hand at work. And that's why I'm just passionate about, you know, our ministry in Nicaragua. Absolutely. Healing body and spirit. All right. We're going to take one final break and be right back with Dr. Gordon Chen. If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is gone and the new has come. Has Jesus changed your life? We'd love to hear your story and celebrate it by sharing it with others. You never know how your story could change someone's life. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for the work of your spirit, Lord God, with this movement of getting the Bible, yes. Lord, into public schools. Watch the prayer link. Tuesday morning at 7.30 on the CBN News Channel.
Unfortunately, we are out of time. Dr. Gordon Chen, thank you so much for being with us. How can people find out more about you and ChenMed? They can go to our website at ChenMed.com or check out our book um, on Amazon. Uh, it's The Calling, A Memoir of Family, Faith, and the Future of Healthcare. Thanks so much for your time, Lori. And thank you for being with us. It was indeed a pleasure. And thanks to you for joining in for joining us for this edition of Healthy Living. I'm Lori Johnson. We'll see you again next week.